episode 33. We're doing static dress today. This is Moshmouth. Welcome back to Mosh Mouth. We are here with just me today. Just me. Uh, we're going to do Static Dress today. And if you haven't heard of Static Dress, you should. Because they are a post-hardcore band from Leeds. And they just put out their debut studio album, Rouge Carpet Disaster. And um, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, it was released May 18th, 2022. Uh, self-released fully independent band here um and this guy was produced by uh eric bickerstaff who to my knowledge is relatively new in the production scene but it's a name you might recognize if you know the band loathe which is another fantastic band from across the pond eric is the guitarist there and i guess i i guess they're friends with uh, static dress so it's cool to see him get his production feet wet here uh this one was mixed by grant barry he has worked with bands like Stand Atlantic, Rome, Me vs. the Hero, and um, like I was saying before, if you haven't heard of Static Dress in the past few years, I think you've been sleeping because these guys have been making a huge name for themselves over the past couple years. Uh, formed in 2018, had a few big singles that blew up on Twitter with like Clean in 2019, and I think Safe Word was the other one that was in 2020. Uh, they also just put out an EP just a little bit ago back in December of uh, 2021 called Prologue, and it's really that's a really great AP, EP, and if you're, if you're new to these guys, I actually recommend going and listening to Prologue first, because like the name says, it's the prologue to this first debut album, and actually the final track on the Prologue directly leads into the opening track of this debut album and uh so here we have the the debut full length here and um let's go over the roster here it's ollie appleyard on lead vocals connor riley on the bass sam ogden on the drums and we have a new they have a new guitar player they got a new one in 2021 um he goes by the name contrast he's anonymous we don't know who he is um I think I don't know if he wears a mask or if he he always has his hair over his face in all of their music videos. So we don't know who he is. Just another anonymous shape in them in the music scene. It's got super popular, obviously, with bands like Slipknot and Ghost and uh, Sleep Token. The anonymous thing seems to be like the cool thing to do now. So I was like, oh, another another anonymous musician. But you know, he rips on the guitar. So who cares? Uh, this is twelve tracks coming in about thirty nine minutes. And before I get super into this, I just have to say, I'm going to be a little biased on this one. I know I said that in the last episode with Silverstein, but this this record, this, this band, um, this is for fans of like the OGs, Under Oath, Census Fail, The Used, Funeral for a Friend, Thursday from first to last, even like some of the earlier stuff of My Chemical Romance. 
Or, you know, if you were more recently into bands like See You Space Cowboy, If I Die First, Wrist Meet Razor, stuff like that, kind of like the emo core, scene core, uh, revival type stuff, uh, you're going to love this band. This is probably the best replication of that early 2000s post-hardcore emo sound, whatever you want to call it, that I have probably heard in years. Uh, See You Space Cowboy did it really well. If I Die First did it really well. Wrist Meet Razor did it really well. But here static dress is just like they got that extra little oomph in there that i feel like maybe was missing from those other guys not to take anything away from them because they're they're all fantastic bands as well but i was back on that train back in the day and um these guys are the real deal so um if you like that kind of music you're just you're gonna absolutely love this record but uh let's just jump into the track by track here and uh break it down uh track one is flea house and like i said this actually uh if you listen to their ep prologue the end of prologue leads right into flea house flea house blows shit up right out of the gate blistering drums and uh vocalist ollie kind of letting out just a belting scream before settling into a more like the used or senses fail as clean vocal pattern and i feel pretty confident in saying that if you're gonna, if you enjoy the opening track here, you're basically gonna love the rest of the album. It's a great starting point for new fans and returning fans. Like I said, since it's a continuation of their EP, very strong start. Um, leads into track two, "Sweet," and this one was a single released way back in June of 2021. Uh, I wasn't sure if this one was gonna land on the album since it was released technically before the e- the prologue EP, and it also wasn't on that EP. So I thought that was just a one-off single, but here it is showing up. And um, I kind of had a nice break from it because I listened to it back when it came out and then the EP came out, so I kind of switched to listening to the EP. So I had a nice little uh, break from that song. So it still felt pretty fresh here to me. Melodic, heavy, emotional, kind of has a really cool little breakdown as well. Pretty much kind of a perfect single to demonstrate what this band is all about. Uh, That leads us to track three, Push Rope. This uh, was the first like brand new song I heard in the context of the album right away because I had heard Flea House before because I think they boosted that as a single and then I had heard Sweet um, a while ago. But Push Rope, first, first brand new song and uh, right away, huge senses fail vibes with the opening riffs here on kind of like that Life is Not a Waiting Room type type guitar tone and uh, which I absolutely love. And a catchy chorus off some mixing of uh, all these clean and unclean vocals. Kind of uh, push rope fades out and leads directly into track four, which is attempt eight. Uh, really slows things down for about two minutes. Uh, kind of a nice acoustic guitar riff leads uh, Ollie's soft emotional vocals. You mix in some nice, nicely executed electronic keyboards, and you kind of get this big emotional atmospheric song that kind of really shows that these guys can do both sides of that you know, post-hardcore emo core coin. But you know, don't get too comfortable because as soon as this guy fades out, we get. You know, the screaming right back into your face again with track five. Track five is called Courtney. Just relax. Ali screaming, take a seat to open one of the heaviest songs on the album. We can even get like a nasty little guttural from uh, Ali Appleyard here. And it kind of threw me off guard because I didn't know he could do those. So that was kind of cool. But, you know, between the panicked guitar riffs and you get a nice little couple little mini breakdowns, really good drumming here from Sam. 
Uh, this is just, the, if you like the heavier side of the post-hardcore stuff, this one and tracks number six, Dicenter, are for you. And Dicenter was a cool, that's a cool song. It's It was a single. This one, it features the alternative metal and, I guess, hip-hop artist King Yusuf. I think that's how you say it. Uh, he kind of had some nice screams in there. Uh, like I said, track five and track six, pretty heavy, straightforward songs. Track seven, Such a Shame kind of brings back more of the melodic side of them, shows the band can kind of do, like I said, kind of do both. This one definitely has, I would say, one of the strongest and catchiest choruses on the album. They even they kind of even add some like hand clapping in there, which sounds weird and kind of surprised me, but it really worked well. You know, it's a, a more melodic song. Definitely still has that nice layer of grit over it. Again, Sam with the drumming on this one's awesome. And this was the one that, like, always gets stuck in my head all the time. So that leads us to track eight. And this track's called Maybe. And I would say Under Oath fans got a report in for this song because it just feels like an Under Oath song. And I mean that as a compliment. From the riffs to the back and forth clean and unclean vocals. Just another fully good, enjoyable track here. Really like the guitar work on this one. Get a nice little almost solo type section. That was kind of a nice way to break up the song. Track nine is Lie Solution. Uh, drumming is really sticks out on this one. Fucking sick. Vocals, of course, great again. Good mix of cleans and uncleans. Always like to hear the nice balance on the post-hardcore stuff. Uh, the biggest standout on this one is like the massive breakdown at the end of the song. Might just be the heaviest part of the entire album. And track 10, and this is quite the title. And uh, I missed, I will say, I miss song titles like this. It's unexplainable titles leaving you wondering why with no spaces in it just one giant word garble and then in parentheses welcome in which i want to call the song welcome in and um this one is really really reminded me of three cheers for sweet revenge era my chem which i love that album i i kind of they kind of got further away from that sound with their um newer stuff except for their new track which i haven't talked about on this podcast the new my chem track was surprisingly pretty good but um this one this one really harkens back to like that three cheers kind of more scene era of uh my chemical and um it's got this huge punky edgy sing-along chorus kind of drenched in that emo flair this one certainly was a standout track for me it's also the shortest track coming in at like only a minute and 45 seconds but it's straight to the point it's fun punky and i just i really liked this one uh, that leads us to track 11, Marisol, and this one slows it way down, the slowest song on the album. It's also the longest track on the record. Huge, atmospheric, kind of almost deftone-type sound. Great use of vocal layering. We even get some strings thrown in there. This is definitely, the I would say, the probably the vibiest track on the record. Uh, I almost, almost wish this was... When I was listening to it, I was like, damn, this would really work well. It was the closing track. Kind of seemed like it would wrap up the album nicely. But then I got to track 12, which is the final track, Cubicle Dialogue. And it's 
Cubicle Dialogue, I would say, is probably my favorite track on the whole record. So it, it ended the ended the album awesome. Perfect emo core song. It's just got everything you'd want from this kind of sound. Fun riffs, good mix of cleans, good mix of uncleans, great sing-along chorus. Ending is just awesome. And you get the little whispering and uh, the final line, I'm so close to being free, why would I stop now? And it just kind of seems like it leaves it open for interpretation and kind of leaves it open to why would why would this band stop now? They're just they're just seemingly really on fire. Um, this album is just about as good as you're going to get from this type of sound, in my opinion. I'm going to give it a nine out of ten. It's going to go probably on my album of the year list by the you know top twenty five. I can't really see you know, it being knocked out of the top 25 unless we got some really crazy heaters coming up in the next couple months. But like I said, 9 out of 10, must, must listen if you love that throwback 2005 type sound. It just has everything a fan of this genre could possibly want and more. And and me being a fan of The Used and all of those types of bands from back in the day, I mean, The Used is probably one of my favorite all-time, all-time bands. And, uh, just it was really fun going back and kind of reliving that sound but with a with a more a little bit of a modern twist and a band kind of clearly paying respects and and homages to those bands that came before it while still you know doing its own thing just just ticked all the boxes for me on this one um and this is just a debut like i said i see these guys massively blowing up in the next few years so uh get in early because i think Static Dress is going to be here to stay. But that's all I got for you today. Uh, thanks for joining me on this short little one, but I, I did not want to skip Static Dress because I just I love this band and got a lot of high hopes for these guys. Go listen to Prologue and go listen to... Uh, Go listen to uh, Rouge Carpet Disaster, which is a weird, weird album name, but, you know, kind of fits the whole aesthetic. So this has been Moshmouth. Thanks for joining me, guys.